The role of the Chief Information Security Officer is growing and the scope of digital business intensifies. Among board directors, 64% say their organization is trying to significantly alter its economic architecture to put more emphasis on digital, and at the same time, 88% say they recognize cybersecurity as a risk to the business. Now, a great CISO has the ability to assess and prioritize appropriate assets that need to be protected, understand and prioritize the risk of those assets, and convey those risks in terms that boards can understand to allocate necessary budgets, identify and implement appropriate controls to protect those assets. In this podcast for Future CISO, we are joined by Mr. Paul Salud, Chief Security and Digital Officer for Gurlabi Corporation, to understand better what it takes to become a great CISO in 2023. Apol, welcome to Podcast for Future CISO. Hi, Alan. Uh, it's, it's an honor, and I'm very proud to be here as well. Has the role of the Chief Information Security shifted from an operations focus, or is it retained as the same way it's always been? Well, Alan, maybe to properly, for me, to properly face it, the role has expanded. So uh, the, the operational focus is still there as, um, you know, CISOs will still need to take a look at their daily security operations and ensure that the company is well protected and, you know, the organization is well defended in terms of cyber threat and attacks. But the expanded role that I'm saying is that um, CISOs are now becoming more of a business enabler. Wherein most of the time, this is the usual story that I hear since I, I, I formally made my role as a, a joint the security organization. CISO, the InfoSec or the CISOs, the cybersecurity group team or, or department is a showstopper. So for me, I think that's not the right term to describe such an organization was actually burning the midnight oil to help protect the organization. The cybersecurity uh, organization is there to protect the show and not to stop it. So as you usually see in place, there are some bad perpetrators, probably um, some overshooting fanatics who would like to harm the main actors of, of the, the story. And us in cybersecurity, especially the CISOs, that is the role to ensure that the show must go on and the people in the organization from the executive level down to the people who's working at the basement are well protected from cyber attacks. When demonstrating business value, what would you say is one of the most important strategies for CISOs to keep in mind? For me, and based on my experience, is speaking the language of business. It's very, very important. People on the board, people who are in the finance department, in marketing and sales, they will not understand if you speak jargon, sometimes lateral movement, intrusion prevention systems, or you, you, you talk about a zero trust strategy or framework, defend forward. All of those, it sounds alien to them. You must learn to adjust on how to speak their language. And the common language that these people really understand is the language of business. So you try to translate most of what you would like to convey uh, into most, let's just say, let's put some monetary value. For example, if you're trying to convey how um, incidents, uh, what is an incident and how it will affect them, you don't tell them, no. um, you, if you get incident, you get hacked, your systems are dead, you won't be able to move forward. Try to convey in such a way that well, if this incident hits us, some of our branches will go down and we'll potentially lose X amount of revenue. If this goes for two to three days, then we multiply that by two to three days. That will be our total loss for two to three days. That it's very concise, very calculative. With that, you will have, you know, that same language. You'll be uh, working on the same plane with people in the business side. That will give you a more business value. 
Now, you also mentioned that the roles is evolving or has evolved over the years. Now, how do you juggle then the different expectations, interests, and demands of leaders, your peers, as well as some of the staffs that work with you within the organization, as well as end users, third-party business partners, regulators, and customers? How does a CISO juggle all of these different expectations in the performance of his or her job? Maybe I'll, I'll go with my story about speaking the same language. A CISO will have to be in that notion. I will have to say, you'll have to be a linguist. A linguist, not really about how to speak French or Nihongo, but really more of learning how to persuade and understand the position of each of these parties. Understanding what their position, what their KPIs are, will enable you to be able to communicate with them and then convey the message and relate to them. Likewise, if you'll be able to relate to them, they'll be able to relate to what you would like to say. For example, you try to say uh, to a third-party provider, you usually say, no, I'm the customer, I'm always right. You have to comply with what I would, what I would want. But what will happen to that discussion is that they will also have pretty much a similar guy who's also a CISO. No, this is our best practice. This is how we do it. So you should follow what we are telling you. Now, you have to understand that they have a business to protect and you likewise, you have a business to protect. So you try to find a middle ground. Okay, I understand where you're coming from, but you also have to understand that I, this is the landscape that we are seeing. So is it possible that you would be able to adjust to what we would like for you to do? So if you, you start with that kind of conversation, then the, the vendor-customer relationship becomes a partnership. Now in terms of, let's say, uh, end users. Again, I, I mentioned earlier that when you talk about risk or trying to identify or conveying what you would like them to understand is that you try to explain it in a more laymanized term. For example, I, I encountered this in, in one of a subsidiary that I, I used to, to handle. They think that they are very secure because their systems are aircraft. So it's impossible for them to be penetrated. And who will target them? So when you try to explain to them that nowadays everything can be hacked, I think it's only pen and paper are the only things that cannot be hacked anymore. So air gap models doesn't necessarily mean you won't be hacked. And what happens is that they will use your end users to get into your systems who are actually entering your air gap systems. You try to laymanize it as much as possible, then they will understand. You'll be able to get them on board and understand what will be cybersecurity's um, agenda for each and every organization. We're coming into 2023. In your view, what will be the key challenges that will be facing the CISO in the execution of their role? Well, there's a lot actually, but top of mind really is when it comes to resources. There's a study that was made and there's around 2.7 or 2.8 million gap in the cybersecurity workforce. And that keeps on increasing. Uh, the little bit more sad reality is that, that the resources are not increasing. It's somewhat shrinking down. The scope is increasing because now there are more and more advancements in terms of technology. So really the gap that needs to be filled in is it's getting bigger. So I think to solve it really is uh, to work with the academy, produce more cybersecurity people with integrity. So I have to stress on that and start also doing more of automation and leveraging on AIs. In your view, what makes for a successful CISO and what is that one quality you think will be most important or valuable to a CISO's future? 
For me personally, it's really versatility. A CISO should be a vers vers we call it a versatilist. So you have a generalist and then you have a specialist. Versatilist is something that cross in between, which is actually it's very unique to a CISO's role. Because for example, a cybersecurity professional uh, should be able to know network, systems, server, database, and security. In the old days, there's only a network administrator, server administrator, database administrator. For a cybersecurity professional to be successful, you need to know all of those four. With that, you really have to be very versatile. Likewise, versatile in terms of the threats that are being developed out there continuously evolve. You should not only be looking at the forefront of what's happening in your systems. You should take a look at your back-end systems. You should look at your, your people where. You should look at uh, more on the what are the threats that's happening in the under, underground world, in the dark web. There are so many things that you have to look into that if you are not versatile enough, the, the job will just uh, have you overrun. Thirdly, as I've mentioned earlier, you need to be versatile enough to, to convey this to upper management because you may be highly skilled in doing uh, all of these uh, defense mechanisms, but you, you need to get that board support. If I'm pursuing a career in cybersecurity, what should I be looking for? Should I stop at CISO or what's beyond the CISO role? Actually, well, as, as I've mentioned earlier, to be a successful CISO, you have to be very versatile. And mm -hmm. in that course of um, achieving a versatility mentality, a uh, versatile attitude, is that you get to learn a lot of new things that you could pursue other things that may of interest to you. Uh, for example, in my case, in, in my humble experience, is that what I've seen is that there's a usual friction between cybersecurity organization and IT organization. So I was uh, blessed enough uh, to be given the opportunity to lead both the IT organization and the cybersecurity organization. Wherein, for me, it will be more of an achievement, working achievement, so I'm still working on it, to make sure that, you know, these two organizations will be working well. And I do believe that uh, if these two organizations will work, will work well, then the capability to enable and support the business would be tremendous. It would be great. So really, it's having those two organizations work together, propel the business to grow and move forward. Apple, thank you for joining us on Podchats for Future CISO. Thank you, Alep. That was a Paul Salud, Chief Security and Digital Officer at Gorlavi Corporation on the topic of how to be a successful CISO in 2023. You are listening to Podchats for Future CISO. As always, if you have a topic you'd like us to cover on this channel, simply email us at editorsatsociety.com. We'd also like to invite you to sign up for a free weekly newsletter so you won't miss an episode of Podchats for Future CISO. In the meantime, stay safe, have a great day, and see you on the next episode of Podchats for Future CISO. Bye for now. Thank you.